Good morning, it's uh, Money Talk with James Ross. It's 18 minutes to nine. In your money today, Carolyn Wright finds out what's going on in the venture capital space in and around the Greater Bay Area. Uh, good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In your money today, we're going to delve into the venture capital landscape in mainland China and look at Hong Kong and the Greater Bay Area's role in acting as a gateway to the world. I'm joined now by Tony Tung, who is Managing Director of Gobi Partners GBA, and he's an expert in the area. Thank you for joining me today, Tony. Yes, thank you, Carolyn. So now mainland China has reopened post-pandemic. How healthy would you say the tech venture landscape is there now, given that the economic recovery has been a little bit shaky? Actually, I think it's very heavy pretty much right now because can we compare to what previously we have in China, a lot of valuations going skyrocket high and there are a lot of capital rushing, no matter it's local, domestic uh, capital in China or from the US actually, there's way, way more capital than we needed flooded into China. So right now I was, I would treat it as a kind of like a, a systematic reset so that I think it is a very, healthy and very good opportunities for Chinese company to reset their business environment and also including the venture capital or private equity industry that valuation going rational and also exit become more practical. And I think this is a very good thing. I think it's a blessing for everyone here in China, especially in today. Now let's talk a little bit about innovation because the, yeah. the Greater Bay Area is seen pretty much as a hub for tech innovation. Yeah. So what are some of the most interesting developments and in the sort of sectors you're seeing stuff happening in? Actually, um, when we're talking about like, like what kind of industry or what kind of like trends or technology, I would say uh, all around China, no, no, not only in GBA, but also in Changjiang area or from Beijing area. So these areas of, all have a lot of interesting technologies, but I want to point out one very, very special advantages of the Greater Bay Area is that Historically, factories in Shenzhen or in Dongguan, for example, this area, they have been like serving the international brands around the world as the main core pillar of the world factory here in China. What do we mean by that is that they have been well-trained to be world-class, and especially, it is not easy to find a place with supply chains that is so condensed in one small regions. So the agility of such a supply chain is really number one in the world. And I would say that that is a very interesting part, and that makes why GBA is that special. So we see that a lot of like factories, so it's a kind of like because the cost is, was has been rising, and a, a lot of brands maybe perhaps they moved their factory from China to Vietnam, Bangladesh, all that. But, but actually, you see a lot of like we call excessive capacities. So this kind of uh, factory worker or factory owners, they they start to upgrade themselves. So they started to I think four or five years ago. Well, five years ago, we have a new status called cross-border commerce here in southern China. So what do we mean by that is that uh, this kind of factory only they start to make their own brand. So they use their own factory capacity, but they no longer work for the others. They work for their own. They create their own brand. They start to sell their own electronic gadgets. They start to, to sell their own home appliance. So I would see this a very interesting trend that the manufacturing capabilities here in China, they start to go along upwards this value chain. So we can see that a lot of interesting brands is actually like Chinese brand, but actually the foreigners, they don't know these Chinese. <laughs> yeah, for example, Anchor. Anchor is a, a one of the very, very interesting, or, or even we say it's the first example of how factories and how Chinese upgrading their own manufacturing capability to serve the whole world. With all of this going on, how healthy would you say uh, cross-border capital flows are now? I would not using healthy to phrase it. Mm -hmm. I would say that change. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Change is eternity. Previously, 
in China, a lot of capital is from the U.S., right? So U.S. has been the largest capital market in the world, and they're looking for emerging market to, to invest. And China is definitely one of the top uh, destinations uh, um, decade, decades ago. Right? And so right now, with the geopolitical situations, we see that a lot of like domestic R&D funds start to rise. And actually, to be honest, right now in, in mainland China, so a lot of investment or fundraising activities here for startups are actually like coming from RMB dominated funds. So this is a trend. So we can see that uh, US dollars start to phase out from this stage and RMB fund trying now, right now, going in the scenes. But actually, with the reset, we, we recall in US, we call recessions, but I think in China, we call reset. Yes. That, so for, for these situations, I think that it's, it is also very good for Chinese entrepreneurs that we start to see a lot more rational capital. So previously, everyone want to want to invest into no matter what happened in China. So I think a lot of investors have been spoiled to invest whatever come across the desk. So it creates a certain bubbles and also creates a lot of uh, successful companies. But the overall, the market is not that healthy as U.S. because in the U.S. side, a lot of investors are very sophisticated. They make a very rational decision. But for China, time is everything. So no matter before you do your analysis, we just like buy the money. So this is what happened in the last two decades in China. But right now, I think the entire market is trying to improve to the stage in the same level of sophistications as the U.S. ecosystem. So I think that is very, it's very beneficial and I'm very optimistic about the future of uh, Chinese uh, venture capital market. Okay, so with, with the future of, of these things developing, as you say, what role do you see Hong Kong playing here as a, as a sort of gateway to the world for these companies that are building themselves up in mainland China? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Hong Kong has a very inevitable uh, position here is that as a gateway. So 100 years ago is a gateway. And 100 years now is also a gateway in the sense that actually we have a lot of like innovations or we call it a lot of export potential from China. So right now, a lot of people like they're working around in China with the RMB ecosystem. And well, no matter investors, shareholders, or the supply chain, the distribution network, they're all in China. And China is a very large homogeneous market in the world. And previously, Chinese entrepreneurs think that it's okay to stay here in China. China is big enough. And so right now, Hong Kong has a very pivotal role here is that Chinese entrepreneurs start to think about global. So first, number one, I think there's two triggering points. One is pandemic. So pandemic, we realized that uh, the supply chain or the distribution, the international trades are all very imbalanced. So I think Chinese entrepreneurs start to think that, okay, oh, maybe the Chinese market is large, but it is also a very wise business decision to diversify the business. So that's point number one. Point number two is about the, the trade war. So we also, again, we also see that oh, the entire global supply is so dependent on each other. So for Chinese entrepreneurs to defend themselves, to build a solid foundation with their business and to go further, the only way is to go in global. So I think that is very good for right now, the Chinese entrepreneurs are trying to think global. And this became the trend right now. So we, as a US dollar going in China, we have a very good time that a lot of entrepreneurs are trying to approach us to think about global strategies. So I think it's, it's a good time for us. And also at the same time, it's a good time for Chinese entrepreneurs to really trying to use a Hong Kong as a launch pad to go global. So previously, a lot of like, like foreign capital, foreign entrepreneurs trying to enter the China market through Hong Kong. But right now, with the Hong Kong government policies, the central government supporting Hong Kong, so actually there are a lot of things happening in Hong Kong as a single city. 
So we see a lot of uh, very successful entrepreneurs to be, or even academic researchers. They all treat Hanford as a launchpad to bring in their own innovation, bring in their own business model or their own dream to the rest of the world. Great to get your insights. Yeah. Really fascinating seeing Hong Kong has that springboard. Thank you for joining me today. That's Tony Tung, who is Managing Director of Gobi Partners GBA. Thank you.